Hello and welcome to another episode of Journey to the Rise. I'm your host, Lucretia. In today's episode, we continue our conversation with author Julie Sudler, who just recently released her book, Watch Me, which is now available on Amazon. Julie gets into how she feels sharing her vulnerable story. She truly opens up in her painful journey through the pages of her book. It's a story of heartache and turbulence, but it shows when you set your mind on a better life, the hard work will pay off. So let's dive in with our final episode of this series with Julie Sedler. Hey, you're back. Let's go. Pew, pew. Okay. You state it in your book, just goes to show that you never know who you reach during the day just by being yourself. I'm just curious, are you aware of the incredible impact you are going to have on lives with your book, Watch Me? I'm really still kind of grappling with the fact that I did it. I published it. It's out there. People are reading it. I'm having the conversations that like, I like, I love being here, having this discussion with you. Like these are the things that really light me up. Like I truly am so happy to be making something out of what I went through, like to, to provide a guidebook for somebody or to help someone feel less alone or to even just share like any nugget. Like I had someone send me a message saying, um, that it really resonated with them. And these are the messages that they were taking ahead of them. And, and they had been through so much. And I was just like, okay, I'm really thankful I got to be a part of that, but it's still, doesn't quite feel real. So like, I I don't know how to answer that question because I don't know how to answer that question. Like, I think the best thing I could say is just, I'm grateful for that. If that were to happen, I would be so grateful for that. And as that's happening, I'm so grateful for that because it means that someone had support at a time when they needed it. And for me, that's what I want out of my life. I want to be, I want to feel loved and supported. So that's, that's kind of like me loving you in my own love language, (laughs) maybe not necessarily your love language, but that's like me loving you in my own love language. Like that's me cheering you on. That's me doing my best to support you. And, and at the same time, like it gives more meaning to the pain that I've experienced. It gives more meaning to the lessons that I've processed and the ways that I've coped and the support that I found and the processes that I've created to help me move through my life and to do more. It gives that new life. It, it keeps that going. And that I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. Like there's no other word. It doesn't feel like enough. It doesn't feel like I'm fully communicating to you how deeply that touches me, like how much that makes me feel. And this is like, this is why this felt like my soul path. Like it would have been so much easier to give up. It would have been so much easier to just move on with my life and do something else. And I couldn't shake that. I couldn't shake that I was meant to do this. I was meant to put it out there. So even if it only helped one person, it would have been worth it. So the fact that I get messages from people that say like the more messages I get, the more I'm just like, it's multiplying. Like, and I'm just so, I'm so grateful for that. There's it's, it's, it's the word, but it doesn't feel like enough of a word. Right. Right. And you talk on Instagram and you even talk about in your book, how your past mistakes don't define you. 
I think so often people get hung up thinking, oh, this went wrong. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough because of a divorce or a bad breakup, or we picked the wrong career path for our lives. I, and to state like your your mistakes don't define you, I think is a very insightful statement. Um, and what would you share with someone who's out there listening, who is hurting or maybe feeling held back because they've been allowing their past to define them? Uh, I think the thing that I would say is that, or at least the thing that I have realized. So I'm just, I'm sharing from my own experience. I only get this one life. I only get this one shot. It is never too late. You are never that committed that you cannot pivot. So like you, you see me pivot throughout this book a couple of different times. You don't see all the other times in my life when I have pivoted. And I get that some people are better at doing that than others. And so if that's you, that it's hard for you to do that, look to other people to see their examples of how they have pivoted so that you can hold that as a possibility for yourself. You are not just what is happening to you. At any point in time, you can make a choice that can completely change your trajectory and it is never too late. As long as you woke up today, you are in the game. You are playing the game. It's only the end when it's the end. So this is, this is your chance. These are, this is your shot. Go out there, go take it, go make something happen differently than you would have done. And there's support out there if you're open to it might not be exactly what you thought that it would look like but there's support out there i'm like i'm here i'm cheering you on i i don't even know you but i'm here and i'm cheering you on um find me on instagram and send me a message like i that's where i'm at like i don't want people to think it's too late for me i this is this is my lot in life and this is all that i've got um, and I think a lot of people get into that mindset and they stay in that mindset and that's why nothing ever changes. Um, and so that was certainly a big part of my journey was I don't want to stay where I am. I want to do something else. And I like have that sort of grappling, like, okay, I'm like getting to be middle-aged and you know, what's this, what's this look like for me? Like, who's going to want to go out with this woman who's divorced and has two children. And it isn't really at the beginning of my life anymore. Like I'm really in the middle of my life. And it turns out there are a lot of people in the same situation. There are a lot of people who are going through it. It's like far more common than you think it is. Um, we, I tended to get in my head and think that I was the only person in the whole world who was experiencing this. And I don't think that's uncommon. So let this be evidence to you that, you know, a 50% divorce rate in America means that more often than not, there are people who have experienced letting go of relationships and picking up and starting over. And it's totally possible and things can be different and things can be better, not just different, but better better than where you are now. And that's the fear is that I'm going to do something different. It's going to be worse. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have more from our guest, Julie, as she shares the judgment women think and experience when they tell their friends and family they're getting a divorce. Yeah. I used to have that same reaction where I would be shocked when people told me that. And I almost didn't know what to say. Like, it felt like, mm -hmm. at least for me, it felt like there, I had some judgment, like, oh, if you're not married, how are you going to survive in this world? 
To stand out on social media and the internet, for a business to grow, you need branding images that help express who you are and what you represent. Being a driven business owner, you already know your audience needs to see your brand to show up on a regular basis before they'll trust you enough to work with you. If your current messaging is inconsistent and lacks cohesiveness, then your customers will scroll past instead of clicking and look more into what you have to offer. With a branding photo session with Girl Boss Photography, you can tell your story through images. Utilizing those images in your marketing and content strategy will enhance your appearance and help build a connection to your existing and potential clients. Girl Boss Photography loves working with small and medium-sized businesses to help them build a strong visual brand. By partnering with creative entrepreneurs and listening to their goals, Girl Boss Photography curates a branding session that will tell the story of who you are, what you do, and how you are there to help. If you're wanting to grow your business, improve your online presence, contact Girl Boss Photography to find out more about your options with their branding packages. You can send a message on Instagram at girl.boss.photography today. Welcome back to Journey to the Rise. We're going to continue our conversation with Julie, and she tells us what writing means to her now after her book has been published. You talk about the time you told a friend you were getting a divorce and the reaction was shock. Now, something I have learned through the years when someone tells me they're getting a divorce, I used to say, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. But I have learned that their response has been, no, please don't be sorry. They're happy with this decision because they're walking away from something that it wasn't working, that didn't suit them anymore. Like it's, you know, when you talk about there's a 50% divorce rate, it's like, yeah, it's, it's okay to say, hey, I don't want to be miserable till death do I part. Yeah, I think I think we are just beginning to really normalize this fact that there are relationships that end. And even I think some of the younger generation is normalizing the fact that I'm not going to get married because relationships sometimes naturally end. And if I'm not married, then I don't have to force or, or go through the legal um, ramifications of undoing this um, decision. And that's, you know, an individual decision for each person, whether or not they want to get married or what they what they want their partnership to look like. But yeah, I used to have that same reaction where I would be shocked when people told me that. And I almost didn't know what to say. Like, it felt like... Right. At least for me, it felt like there I had some judgment, like, oh, if you're not married, how are you going to survive in this world? And so I think part of going through the process for myself was like normalizing for myself, like people don't need to be married to be happy. People don't even need to be in relationships to be happy. People don't need to be in partnerships. Partnerships can look very different. As long as someone is happy, that's the end goal. Mm -hmm. Like something is serving them. Right. That's the end goal. And so I actually ran yes. into someone over this past weekend and uh, he came up to me and he was talking to me uh, about a relationship and he and I had talked about it before. And I got, I started to go down that path of like, Oh, like that old path of like, you need to be in a relationship to, to have meaning. And I stopped myself and I was like, you know what? Are you happy right now where you're at with what's going on? Are you happy? Are you on a trajectory of happiness? And he said, yes, I am. And I said, I am so happy for you that that is where you were at. And if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. 
but I'm celebrating you and where you're at right now. And he just smiled at me. And that was the end of like, that was a natural end of the conversation. And I'm so glad that I stopped myself because I want to normalize this feeling of what serves you is what you should be doing and what should be normal and what should be considered okay and what should not be judged. And I, I'm glad as a society, we're kind of moving towards that, but I feel like there's still a really long way to go. So maybe this will help with that conversation that whatever is working for you is okay. Keep doing that. And don't let anyone else tell you what is working for you because other people don't know what's going on. So yeah, it's, um, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to get out of if you're so used to used to responding in that way but is something that so i i just reiterated to myself i can rewrite my response and i was so happy that i did and he like seeing his reaction to me rewriting my response was really like brought me a lot of joy like oh okay like you know like every once in a while i get to the point where like yes i nailed it it was like that and so then i was like (laughs) okay cool yeah good yeah and we're not going to be happy every single day. We're not going to, you know, we still have to do the hard things, but we don't have to be in a situation where we're miserable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. When your when your day in, day out is just, that's when, that eventually the pain will come to a head and you'll either do something differently or you'll continue to go down the same path you are. But the, there's almost always like, sort of those critical moments where you it's your decision to make whether or not you do something with it, but the pain is there to tell you something. Are yes. you listening? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I noticed on your Instagram, you stated believing it can happen is crucial to manifesting for those who are out there struggling with believing what advice would you have to share with those hurt souls who are hurting and longing for more? I think the single biggest thing is comes back to that support is available for you if you're open to it. And I think a lot of times, at least this is what was true for me when I was in the middle of hurting, I wasn't really open to support. Like if I, even if I had asked someone for help, which I would never have done, if it had been provided to me, I don't know that I would have been able to accept it. And that is like an excerpt directly from my book. So it's really opening yourself up to, okay, there, believing something is out there for you, believing there's support out there for you, believing that goodness is out there for you, because it's really easy when you're hurting to just kind of let those gray clouds come in and, and shadow over everything. Um, and sometimes people get to a point where, you know, they need more help and the support for them is, you know, maybe mental help mental health therapies. Um, you know, we, sometimes it's too much to just like wishful thinking it away. And so I don't want to, I don't want to sugarcoat that. Like sometimes it's, it's hard and it's that kind of hard and that's the support that you need and go down that path. Um, but you know, you, you'll do what's right for you, but believe for me was believing that there was support out there. And, and part of that relationship with him was really providing myself with evidence that goodness was out there for me. 
And I really needed to live that. I really needed to see that, that that was out there, to believe that it was out there, to put me on this path to finding the partner that I have. And so, you know, did I make some mistakes along the way? Yeah. Do I wish that that had lesson had come through in a different package? Maybe. Um, I don't regret anything that happened. I'm glad that I am where I am. And, and with, with, without being too like Pollyanna about the whole thing, you do have to believe that it's out there. Cause if you don't believe that it's out there, then it's not out there. Right. And I yeah. believe in unicorns and I'm still waiting to see one. So, I mean, there's that. Same. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. They're out there. <laughs> They're just very elusive. That's exactly right. <clears throat> right. Yes. <laughs> You talk about no one can, no one else can shine my light for me. Only I can do that. No one else is going to make my dreams come true. I am responsible for my own happiness and fulfilling my dreams. I was much further ahead than I was a year ago, six months ago, or even a month ago. My goal is to show the world my most authentic self. I love this. My friend Stephanie says this to me all the time. A year from now, you'll realize the things you're worrying about today were nothing to actually worry about. Do you think it was the exploration of your spirituality that helped you find this enlightened perspective? Do I think that my spirituality kind of helped me with that enlightened perspective? Yes, and also no. I think my spirituality kind of got me in touch with myself, but there's always a practical element to spirituality and that was the fact that like I had to take action like I had to to do things to to make things happen like I because we always have a choice that's that's like one of the main components of being human is that you have a choice and I think it was that sort of recognizing that I had a choice in my own happiness and that it was up to me to make those choices to be happy. So yes and no. Um, spirituality brought me to that, to that concept of having choices. And then it was me consciously making the choices every day that, that opened me up to that happiness and shining my light and living out my dreams and understanding what my dreams were so that I could move towards that. How has it felt as you've been showing the world your most authentic and best self? Oh, how has it felt showing the world my most authentic and best self is like sort of the same as having a baby, like half terrifying, half like exhilarating. Um, there are times when, again, that discernment has come into play. Like I put myself out there, but I have a better understanding of like when to tone things down or when to really be vulnerable. And so I think that. I've practiced that a lot and that has really helped me to sort of ease into my own skin and feel more comfortable and confident in living my most authentic and best self. Um, there's a line in the book where I'm on my way to do something for my divorce and, and my friend texts me back, like, show them your best self. And I was like, what even is my best self? But I think innately, I always knew. 
um, I was really masking before that point and I was putting forth the self I thought people wanted to see. And when I took a step back and asked myself, you know, who, who am I really? And what does my best and most authentic self look like? What do I want to show the world as opposed to what should I show the world? Um, I had to sort of had to answer that question first. Um, it didn't just happen overnight. I, I had to ease into that. Um, and so there's like a element of fear that goes with that because it doesn't just happen overnight. You do have to ease into it and it does take intention and reflection and understanding of yourself. But once I move through that, it feels really good putting this version of myself out. I sort of have less anxiety about things that I used to have a lot of anxiety about. I mean, like I have new anxieties, like I always have anxiety. Um, so that's like just never gone away. Um, right. But that portion of my anxiety has really lessened and it feels good to be me. Um, it feels good to feel good in my own skin. From that aspect, I still have um, body image things. And I still have, I still have other hangups that I'm working on, right? Like the work is never done. Um, but in that regard, it feels really That's good. That's awesome. And I would recommend it to anyone. Like it feels really good to just be who you are and in being who you are surrounding yourself with people who hold that version of yourself, who want to see who you are. That feels really good too. Um, when I was masking, I was around other people who expected to see the mask. And then when I took that off, like people naturally fell out of my life. And, and that was hard. But once I moved through that, other people, new people came in. Like the things that fall away will naturally get replaced with the things that are meant to be there as you're elevating in life. Um, you sort of create a vacuum for those to come in and then those things come in. So if you're in that in-between where things have fallen away, but nothing has come in yet, like that it's coming in. Um, and so that can be really hard to be in that space. Um, but once you get to that space, it feels really good. You say in your book, when you're burned out, don't lean in. Instead, take a break and play. What do you do for play? Oh, yeah. So... Um, playing has sort of evolved for me over the years and I, every once in a while I'll get out my watercolors or I'll get out my paints or I'll get out like an actual like physical hands on craft. Um, and that can be really fun. Uh, I do sometimes like writing isn't really play for me anymore. It's really like the place where I go to like work through things or to, um, bring those things like forward through creativity. It's not necessarily a play element. Um, if I'm playing, like I like traveling, I like traveling with my husband or my, or my family. Um, we love going to the beach. Um, so some, sometimes we'll just sort of spontaneously drive to the beach and hang out for a while um, or like going someplace new or trying new restaurants. That's always really fun for me. And then um actually what can be really, really fun for me to do in a way for me to play is like for my, my whole family to like, leave me alone and let me get into the kitchen and try something new or make something like that just kind of flows through me. Like sometimes I don't use recipes. I just kind of 
whole stuff together. I mean, obviously you can't do that when you're baking, um, but you can do that while you're cooking. And so that really is a fun place for me to be, but only if I can be in my flow. So playing for me is when I can be in my own flow and I don't have to think about other people or um, depend on other people. Uh, I can be sort of spontaneous in my own way. And so that's what's really restorative play for me. And sometimes it's taking a walk to a playground and swinging on a swing set. Um, I almost never go by a swing set without stopping to swing. I love doing that. Um, walking, being on the water, um, paddle boarding or kayaking, those are really fun things for me to do. Um, but yeah, I, for me, play is when I can be in my own flow and I can just go at my own pace and do the thing that sounds good to me in that moment. So what is next for you? Are you another book, more journaling, more magic? You're talking about these courses. Oh my gosh, all those things, all those things. And then more actually, Excellent. I was in my happy place is in this house is my bathroom. So my shower and my big bathtub and get the best ideas in there. So I actually got out of the shower the other day and had this whole download for yet another course. So pulling that together, oh, getting cool. the workbook going for that. That's like top of mind. Like I'm really excited about that. Um, and that's all about, um, self-leadership and how to be an effective self-leader as opposed to being a good leader or a bad wow. leader, how to be an effective leader. Um, so yeah. I'm really excited about where that's going. And then um, opening up um, my courses and some one-on-one -on -one coaching spots for people who want to, like maybe they go, so the courses will all be self-study, but maybe you want to go a little bit deeper or even like having some live events um, maybe on zoom or whatever. So like group, group style events. So people can get some, some feedback in the moment for things that are going on for them. Um, and then working with some people here locally, um, to put on some events, like it's very like community focused in 2024 and like spending time with people in my community and like offering support there, launching these things. Um, I'm still working on book number two. I don't know how long that will take we'll see because it always takes way longer than I think. Yeah. So I'm not putting any kind of timeline <laughs> on that, but that book is going to be about um, like feminism, motherhood, the patriarchy, society expectations, and sort of how, how support can help us different kinds of support can help us manage those things and, and do things differently and how different the experience can be. Um, so I'm really excited about where that's going and that feels like really top of moment, um, topics for things that, that are going on in the news. Um, so I'm really excited to get deeper into that. Um, and then, yeah. uh, just spending time with my family and it's there's always more I mean I just had another child so I'm really excited to see <laughs> who they who they end up being and um how our family grows and evolves and um all of my children including my including my husband want to get a dog so I think that's I think oh, that's fun. in our 2024 um so yeah there's yeah. there's lots of things because I just don't know how to do like one thing at a time. So there's lots of things that are right. sort of in the works, in the mix. Um, 
And so I'm excited about all of those things. But yeah, if um, people are interested, they can find me on Instagram or TikTok and send me messages there. That's the best way at this point in time to get awesome. a hold of me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Then, where can we find you? Where can we find your book and your courses and yes. all the things you have going on? Yes. Well, the best way, the best way is Instagram or TikTok. As of right now, my website is still just a dream in my mind. Um, so that's the hope eventually to get some sort of landing page where all of these things will be. Um, but if you reach out to me, I'll point you in the right direction and get things going. Um, my book is available right now on Amazon as an ebook and uh, in paperback. And so that's watch me by Julie Sedler. Um, and if you get it, leave a review, please, because that makes me so happy <laughs> to see people say, that. even if you say like not good stuff, like I still want to know, cause it helps me, helps me get better. Um, obviously I don't right, want to be right. trash, but we're going no to say good stuff. Trash, but we're going to say right. good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, yes. and then, yeah, the hope is in 2024 to build out all of these things. So everything is sort of like ready and and waiting to move forward so the hope is 2024 yeah. is where we can really put all that out there so i don't have uh, like links or anything at the moment but everything <laughs> is forthcoming so it's all yes it all just makes me super excited like there's so much goodness out there for people who want support like if it might not yeah. be exactly what you thought it would be but here i can offer this and that makes me happy to know yeah. that that's available. I'm so grateful for your time. I'm so grateful for your willingness to be um, sharing with other people. This book, I really believe, is going to give people hope for healing, hope for a better life. I really believe it's going to help people, especially women, find the ability and the strength to leave miserable and unhappy marriages or relationships because it no longer serves them, maybe even a job. What you wrote is going to help women be empowered, find their voice, find their power, see through your story, a better, more fulfilling life is possible. And I want to thank you so much, Julie, for taking the time to be willing to be open, vulnerable, and honest, to listen to your guides, to listen to that gnawing voice that said, write the book. So you can share this journey because it's going to help others. And I just thank you so much. Um, well, thank you. I always promised myself that as soon as I got a microphone, any kind of microphone, that I was just going to let it go. Um, so that's my advice to you is if someone offers you a platform or a microphone, start talking because you might find out that you have a lot to say. And that's exactly where I am. Yeah. So anytime I get a platform or a microphone, I'm just going to keep talking because I have a lot to say. And the fact that it resonated so deeply with you and that it's resonating so deeply with other people is the reason to start talking and keep talking. So I'm going to keep talking for as long as people tell me that it resonates. Perfect. And when that ha doesn't happen anymore, then I'm just going to go get a house at the beach and pretend like life is just within those four walls. So we'll be good. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're crazy busy. You've been patient with this um, this conversation and I'm grateful and I cannot wait to see where life takes you. That's it with Julie Sedler. I really hope that you'll head over to Amazon and order her book, Watch Me. When I first read the first few 
pages. I just knew I couldn't put it down. It's a captivating story. It has an entry to how it's written, how you get the opportunity to go into the insights of what she's thinking along with what she's experiencing. So you really get an external and internal viewpoint of what she went through. And I think it's very enlightening. And I really do believe it's going to help women who are out there either miserable in a relationship, needing to get out, or maybe you have gotten out and you're just searching for some answers. And go give her a follow on Instagram. She's been posting some really inspirational pieces lately. You can find links to her Instagram account, Julie underscore Sedler underscore author, and the link to find her book on Amazon in the show notes. I know it's not typical for my episodes to go more than two, but talking with her was just how this authentic flow. She's an absolute delightful person. It is quite apparent that she has taken the time to soothe herself and heal herself after what she has been through. And she is such an inspiration. She's someone who I just want to go have a cup of tea with or have brunch with and talk with her all after all day long. She's just such an inspiration knowing what she's been through, knowing how hard it was for her and her willingness to put in the work. I think we all know someone out there who is incredibly unhappy in their life and they're covered in this fear. They're covered in this fear and worry that if they if they leave the comfort zone, the toxic that they've gotten used to, that, oh, something else out there could be worse. And it's hard to watch. It's so hard to watch when you have someone in your life you care about and you can see them struggling. And if you are yourself going through it, it's hard to just keep doggy paddling through the sludge of life. And to see Julie where she is now and to read her book, Watch Me, and to see where she has come from, her conversation just kept flowing and flowing. And she was incredibly generous with her time and willing to come back. And we had some technical difficulties. And this woman was a saint through it all and very resilient and very kind and very patient through the technical difficulties that we had during the last part of our recording. And it was just, it made it almost fun i felt frustrated because i felt i was impairing her um her interview and i wanted it to be as flawless as possible for her and she was just great about the entire thing and that just truly shows her character and i really do hope that you will go support her on instagram and pick up her copy of her book and reach out to her if you've had any stress in your life or turbulence or relationship issues or you just need her guidance um Follow her on Instagram. She's got some really great posts that she's been sharing lately. And I really think some amazing stuff is to come. In our next episode, we talk with swimsuit designer, Terry Lynn of Hella TL. Well, first I'll get an idea in my head. And then I, you know, sometimes I'll reach out to friends or I'll reach out to social media and be like, hey guys, you know, what kind of tops are you feeling or what kind of coverage on the bottoms are you feeling? And from there, I will make a mock-up and I'll, you know, I'll just use myself to make a sample. So most all sample sizes are me size because I'm a real breathing girl. And um, from there, I'll, you know, I'll put it on, you know, in the main fabric for the next run. And then 
you know, that'll be the next. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Journey to the Rise. Please do follow us on your podcast apps. You have the latest episode downloaded. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our account is at Journey to the Rise podcast. This episode was researched, produced, and edited by Girl Boss Productions. The music was written and produced by Girl Boss Productions. And please remember to be kind to yourself. When you're kind to you, it is easier to be kind to others. Because you can't hate yourself into a version you love. You are worth more than you think. I'm Lucretia, and you've been listening to Journey to the Rise.